0: Matthew 14, beginning at verse 13. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so that they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, Jesus said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven. Jesus gave thanks, broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people, and they all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 baskets full of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men, not including The number of women and children. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I get excited reading this story. It just had to be so incredible, and I think it's the perfect passage, and it was chosen by the O'Coats, but what a perfect passage to begin in this series that we're calling How Do I Pray? Because part of the series will be the practical aspects of how to pray, but this morning we're going to start with one of what is going to be several personal testimonies that we're going to incorporate throughout this series. And the reason is because we don't want to just understand the mechanics of prayer, what to say or what to do. We want to acknowledge that the truth is most people already pray. Most people talk to God, whether they're religious or not, whether they go to church or not. But often, in the heart behind why we're doing this series is that we look at prayer the same way the disciples were looking at those few loaves of bread and a couple of fish. It's, It's not that we're unaware of what we have in our hands. We just have no idea what God is capable of doing with what is in our hands. The disciples... Had no idea what Jesus was capable of doing through little things like just a few loaves of bread and some fish. And the truth of Scripture is that we are going to see, and in our own experiences, the same can be said about prayer. And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what the Bible says about prayer. We're going to share examples from the everyday lives of people right in our midst, people maybe you've sat next to in church, maybe people you're Facebook friends with, maybe somebody who lives next door to you who has personally experienced The power of prayer. And sharing those examples the way the disciples probably for the rest of their lives shared the example of the time they were with Jesus and there were thousands of people that needed to eat and Jesus fed them with just a few loaves of bread and some fish. And we see this kind of a miracle taking place in the lives of our missionaries Holly and Fred Ocoth. Um, If you are newer to St. John's, they join us every year or two from Kenya, Africa, and more often than that, they join us virtually. They have experienced the very real power of prayer, but they also are praying for God to do something in Kenya that we get to be a part of. And so I've asked them to come and share both, and would you please give a very warm welcome once again to Holly and Fred Okoye.
1: Thank you good morning saint john's church what an honor and a privilege to worship with you this morning my name is pastor fred okoth and here is my wife harley i've been serving in kenya with good news community center and uh, Holly is overseeing a sponsorship program of 75 children we both direct good news um, community, I mean, good news, Academy.
2: Like Fred had said, we have been serving in Kenya for eight years, and that is large part because of the partnership that St. John's has chosen to have with our family. You have enabled us to serve in the mission field for eight years. You have partnered with our many projects that we had, including COVID-19 last year, our COVID-19 relief last year. You helped us get a vehicle just before COVID-19 so we could reach more remote places. You have helped us provide endless amounts of food baskets for our widows in the village. We are so grateful for the ways that you are choosing to have and make a difference in Kenya.
1: We are very grateful indeed. A few months ago, we started to communicate with Pastor Tom about our visit to St. John's Church. He told us that today, this Sunday, you are going to kick off a sermon series called How... God answers our prayers. At that time, we never expected that our family will have such a testimony about how God has answered our prayers by healing us from Mm COVID-19. Making us strong enough to travel, depart our hometown hours before it was in a lockdown due to a bad third wave. And right now, as a family, we are here with you. What a good, good God we serve. Just five weeks ago, our entire family was diagnosed with COVID-19. It was scary and hard even to remember that indeed our God has been good. As all of our plans to come to US were temporarily uh, cancelled, we didn't know if we were going to make it to US in two weeks or in two months. We had big plans for our trip home, and now we are quarantined. What an inconvenience. How is God answering our prayer?
2: As we started to quarantine and manage our symptoms from home, I started to have difficulty in breathing. Fred rushed me to the hospital, and as soon as I reached, I was put on oxygen. It is so easy to have your mind filled with negative thoughts and fears in that moment. As we became more and more concerned in the ER, wondering if the hospital would have enough space to admit me, we turned our focus back on our God through prayer and through worship music. We played this song over and over. You might know it. It is called Goodness of God. It has powerful lyrics that spoke to us that go like this.
1: Of God. As our family was diagnosed, God gave me peace in my heart that we will be healed. And despite the setback of Harley being on oxygen, I grabbed hold of God's assurance that He was going to heal us. All of us. As my wife and I were together, our negative thoughts and fear started to be replaced with God's promise, with God's faithfulness in our family over many, many years. We were reminded how God has enabled us to serve him as a family without lacking anything for eight years. We were blessed with our two daughters, Eliana, and Lucy and we are also reminded of how God did a miracle by providing us or giving us Eliana the one that we've been praying for for several years and of Lucy's adoption approval. How I receive approval for my visa to US after being denied six times. How God provided and healed Eliana from club food. A birth defect she was born with. How God expanded Good News Kenya over the years. How God has never let us in the valley and in the mountains. His presence and peace was with us always. What a good, good God. Focusing on the faithfulness of God gave us strength to trust that God was with us. That we can call on him at the time of our trouble and he willingly, lovingly embraces us. Mm. Thank you very much for praying for our family when we were sick. It is a testimony that we can all be with you today we give God all the glory. Of course, we still have prayers today as we go before God. Prayers that God will continue to expand Good News Kenya. Prayer for our future provision. Prayer for growth in our family. Prayer for healing for our friends and family. We don't know when and how god will answer this prayer but as we are on this journey as we pray we trust our god is always faithful always
2: have you ever had a prayer that you prayed for several years a dream that you really desired as many of you know before i moved to kenya i worked as a youth director i really loved my job But at my desk, I had big blueprints of an orphanage that I wanted to build in Kenya. When I moved to Kenya in 2012, it was my dream and desire to one day have that orphanage. It was something I thought about often. I would share with my friends and my family. I might have told several of you. I had prayed about this for over 10 years. And when I moved to Kenya, I had learned that our directors had the same prayer and vision. And together... We believed that this is what God wanted us to do. After serving in Kenya for six years, we were about to receive a donation of $25,000 towards beginning our orphanage. At first, we were so excited about this donation. Finally, we were able to move forward on our big dream of having that orphanage. However, As the time went by, and as we got closer to receiving that donation, our hearts became troubled, and we asked ourselves, in our sponsorship program, we have many children who only have one parent. We have a few children who have no parents. But all of the children in our sponsorship program, they have at least one parent or a relative that is willing to raise them. However, today, if we opened an orphanage, almost all of these parents and guardians would be willing to bring their child to our orphanage if it would ensure that they would get food every day, if they would get an education, and have a chance at a brighter future. The parent is willing to make this sacrifice to help break the chain of poverty in their family. It breaks our heart that this is a decision that parents feel like they have to make. I'll never forget one day, for one of our admission interviews, we were interviewing a little girl who was four years old named Jackie and her mom. Jackie's mom was mentally challenged, and she also had HIV. Jackie's mom had married an older man, and together they had one child, Jackie, As we interviewed Jackie's mom and asked questions about Jackie's upbringing, what did Jackie like and what did she not like? What does Jackie want to be when she grows up? At the end of the interview, Jackie's mom said quietly, please don't take Jackie away from me. This may seem like an awkward thing to say, but Jackie's mom had heard of the many orphanages in the country that indeed took children away from their families. Four out of five children in in orphanages have at least one parent alive. Fred and I, we made eye contact as she asked that question, and our hearts melted. We assured Jackie's mom that we indeed wanted Jackie to live with her loving family. That we, as Good News Kenya, we wanted to come alongside and help with educating and providing her basic needs. Jackie's mom was so relieved She had peace that she could ensure that her child was educated and could remain in her family. Similar situations like this started to have an impact on our big dream of that orphanage. Is an orphanage really what the community needs? We have been praying for this to come to pass for so long, but is God in this? Is this the heart of God? And is this God's will? As God changed our hearts and our vision, we went to our directors, and together we prayed, and we talked, and we agreed that maybe God is not calling us to build an orphanage. It was so hard for us to let go of something that we wanted and that we prayed for for so long. But ultimately, we wanted to be obedient to what God was asking us to do. As we prayed, as we were quiet, And as we listened, God imprinted in our hearts that the best way to help our community is to come alongside families by providing quality, affordable, and Christian education, all while these children remain at home with their families, being supported by Christian values and teachings. So... In January 2020, we opened Good News Maguena Academy. In January 2020, we decided as a ministry that we wanted to preserve families, that we wanted to invest in Kenya's next generation by giving them a chance at having a better education and being in their family and not having to choose just one. When you support Good News Maguena Academy, you aren't only helping us build a classroom or buy a desk for a student, but you are supporting a family. When you support a student, you are supporting a child staying with their family. This is the heart of God, and this is now the heart of Good News Kenya. God changed our prayer, and then he changed our heart. And as he changed our prayer he ultimately answered our prayer and then he blessed his work good news maguina academy is now a strong pillar of hope in maguina village our school is growing faster than we ever expected and our community is also saying that god has answered their prayer by providing quality affordable and christian education where there was previously no option for such in a rural village even though changing our vision from an orphanage to a Christian school was a big inconvenience in our ministry, in our plans, we were able to see God at work.
1: As we look at our today's scripture of Jesus and his disciples feeding 5,000 This is a story that we all know. We have been taught even in our Sunday school. And it is one of the popular miracles that Jesus performed. As the disciples saw the huge crowd of people, their first reaction was that this was an inconvenience. The disciples were filled with fear, on how are they going to feed this huge crowd with only two fish and five loaves of bread. Their first reaction was to send the people away. However, Jesus challenged them (laughs) and said to them, let them come. Let them come. Jesus had a bigger plan. Yet, his disciples were not able to detect this. As we look back to the last month when we were diagnosed with COVID-19, the situation went from an inconvenience to a truly scaring time. As we look back to when our daughter was born with club feet, our hearts broke. And we were overwhelmed with fear. As we look to our original vision to have an orphanage, God slowly started to change our hearts, just as he did change the disciples' heart that day. And as the disciples started to turn their fears into faith in God, they were able to see the miracle of God and the great provision of God for his people. If we were never sick of COVID-19, we wouldn't have been able to have the opportunity for God to heal us and to comfort our hearts. If our daughter wasn't born with club feet, then we wouldn't have stand here today and declare the great testimony of how God healed her and provided for her surgeries. When an inconvenience and seasons of deep pain and brokenness comes into our lives, we are learning today to let our first reaction to be to look to God through prayer. To reach to God in prayer is to trust that God Mm. is with us or with you in that particular challenge that you are undergoing right there. And like 5,000 people gathered, he's waiting to feed us with what we need in in a way we may not even comprehend.
2: Remember four-year-old Jackie? She is now almost seven years old, and she's still part of our ministry. As a matter of fact, Jackie was one of the first students at Good News Maguena Academy. However, in November, Jackie's mom tragically passed away. And just a few weeks before Jackie started the school in January, her father also passed away. We remember Jackie's mom's original request that she would remain in her loving family. How could we keep this promise with both of her parents now gone? Especially now that Jackie truly is an orphan, and we did not build an orphanage. And so we prayed, and we praise God today that God provided an aunt who was more than willing to take Jackie in and to raise Jackie as her own. And this aunt, she was able to do this in large part due to the support that our school and ministry was able to provide Jackie. Not just tangible support like food, but Jackie's aunt knows that she is not alone in raising Jackie. That Jackie has a loving teacher. That Jackie has a huge classroom of friends and a community that surrounds them both with the love of our great God. Jackie's story is just another example of God feeding thousands with a few loaves of bread and two fish. And it is the vision that God has given Good News Kenya to expand this hope by expanding our school to make this opportunity for more Jackie's.
1: Like the disciples, God's vision can be scary, it is for us, but thanks be to God. As we look back on the lesson we have learned, both in our family and in our ministry, we are not called to understand. We are called to be faithful. Why? Because, as the song reminds us of him, all my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every bread that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh I will sing all the goodness of God. Amen. Yambo, welcome to Good News Miguena Academy.
2: Halio Kofi. Welcome to Good News Magrida Academy. I'm a missionary with Good News Kenya and we started this school in January 2020 with only 20 students. A year later, we have over 65 students in 3 grade levels. We look forward to adding on eight classrooms behind us as well as an early childhood developmental education center in the corner over there. This school is a pillar of hope in this community. Maguina Village did not previously have a private school that had the resources of teaching these children with the tools that they deserve. We're able to give them the resources to expand their creativity, to ignite their imaginations, and to make a difference in this village.
1: We hope that you will partner with us. My name is Milka Nekesa, the school manager. Our vision is to nurture knowledge, wisdom, talent, and faith Uh, in the aspects of faith. We want our children to understand, to know more about God and to be role model outside there in the community. We want them to grow, to be like Christ. So we have a theme each time and this time we are focusing on the theme about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And our kids love it very much. They want to know the attributes of God. They want to know who God is. And each and every time we want them to know and understand the characters of God. Amen. My name is Pastor Frederick I am the director of Good News Academy. Growing up in Kenya, I know firsthand the challenge it is to find a quality and affordable education in a rural setup. As the director, I am proudly saying that Good News Academy gives parents the assurance that their child. Prayer that you will consider standing with us to help us begin the second phase in May 2021. Our phase two goal is 40,000 US dollars, and it will add the three nursery classrooms, teachers' office, and expand our playground and provide learning resources. Take a step of faith with us and let us join hands across the world as we make a difference in Migwena Village, in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: Well, good morning. My name is Wendy Ellsworth, and I serve both on the St. John's Church Council and the Board of Directors for Good News Kenya. As Pastor Tom mentioned, today is the first week in our series on prayer. We know that Fred and Holly, as well as countless others back in Kenya, are praying that this school will be built and expanded upon. Yet because of their recent scare with COVID, they were not able to travel to the United States as soon as they had liked. And that means that it's already mid-April, and by the end of May, they need to raise $40,000 by the miracle of God. Yes, absolutely. So we're counting on you to help make this vision a reality.
0: Thank you, Wendy. Um, Fred and Holly presented this vision to our church council this past week, and actually we knew they were coming, so we've been praying about that presentation for the last month and um, praying about how God might call us as a church to help be an answer to this God-sized prayer that they're praying Um, those of you who are here for our celebration sunday and annual meeting just back this past january you might remember that because of your incredible generosity And I'm going to get choked up just saying that. It's so true. And through God's provision, through things like the paycheck protection loan that we received in 2020 and has since been fully forgiven, we have some funds set aside that we have been prayerfully looking for ways outside the walls of the church to, to share the hope of Jesus by supporting others who are sharing the hope of Jesus during these difficult times.
3: So we understand that each of the three classrooms that need to be added on cost $15,000 each. And so as a church, we would like to commit to funding one of these classrooms by asking. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. We're asking our church family to donate $7,500. And as a church with those funds, we will match the other $7,500 needed to fund it.
0: Now, here's how does this all relate to prayer? That's that's the question I want to answer. Holly and Fred um, need these funds no later than the end of May so that construction can be completed by the beginning of the next school year. And the next school year in Kenya is is even, it's July. <laughs> so, like, whoa. Now, construction goes a little faster there than it does here, but that's still a very quick Turnaround, and so the end of May also happens to be the end of this series we're doing on prayer, and so as we're learning how to pray, we're going to pray that God calls each of us to give whatever we can, and we're going to pray with anticipation that that $7,500 is going to come in and we're going to be able to give the full 15000 to them by the end of May. And we're going to give you updates each and every week as we watch what God does in and through us so that we can give our part to help Good News Academy reach the next generation of Christ followers in Kenya. Now, uh, how can you make that donation? What we're asking is if you would make it to St. John's. Uh, that way we can track our part in this. And uh, you can do that right on our website. There's actually a drop-down option when you give that will be very clearly labeled. It's already there uh, to be able to participate in this. Or you can send or drop off a check and just write Kenya in the memo and we'll know where it's going.
3: Thank you, Holly and Fred, for your faith. We're so grateful that God has invited us to partner with you on this journey. And we're so excited to watch him through you and through our church family as we help build this school.
0: So come on over here, let's pray. We want to pray for you, and then you can clap for them again. But join us in prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank and praise you for Holly and Fred. We thank and praise you that five weeks ago, Wendy was standing right in this space and and asking us to pray because Holly was being admitted into the ICU in Kenya with very severe symptoms from their family's experience with COVID-19. God, we prayed, and we thank you that you answered our prayer. And not only are they, are they healed, but, God, they're here. They're with us. Praise God. You are good. And you have done so many good things. I, I know for me, as I watched that video for the first time this past Tuesday, all I could think about was each and every one of those faces each and every one of those Jackies, not just a child, but a family that's being impacted by this school that didn't even exist two years ago. They shared with us that there's over 50,000 people that live in the surrounding community that this school is reaching. And so I can just only imagine just how much of an impact this school could bring if they could just expand their space and allow more children to come and so, Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that you'll make this possible. God, we pray for our part in this, that, that you will you will stir in our hearts a generous spirit that we will give sacrificially as a church, that we might be able to contribute the $15,000 that's needed to build one classroom. God, we pray that you will make that possible. We pray that you will make it possible quickly. And God, we pray knowing that that's just one part of the bigger vision that you have, this, this phase that's going to cost over $40,000. And so we pray that you work through other churches and other individuals who we believe you are calling to partner with this faithful family and ministry of God to reach more people with the good news and the hope of Jesus. But God, we know how important it is for those who are the leaders of This man and this woman who are standing before us right now, they themselves have been sick. They have been weary. They have been tired in body, mind, and spirit. And so we pray that you fill them with your strength. Fill them with your peace. And may they see that as we come alongside them to support this great work of yours, God, we are supporting them because we know that you love them. May they hear your voice that says, well done, good and faithful servant. And may we hear that as well as we come together to do the work that only you can do. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's thank Holly and Fred again.